Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome back to the What We Said podcast bonus episode edition and happy Friday. I hope you guys are getting ready for a great weekend. Today, we're talking about crazy coincidences. And if you listen to our latest podcast episode that went out on Tuesday, we talked about how you met stories. So this is kind of an add-on, like we said. It's, it's similar, but a little bit different. We just had so many stories and they're really good. So stay tuned and get ready for some wild coincidences. But first, we're going to give you a little bit of a life update. JC, how was your weekend? Uh, my weekend sucked. Thank you for asking. <laughs> my weekend, oh, this weekend was not it. I do not know. Well, actually, I do know. I think it's just my hormones and my period is approaching. And truthfully, the week before my period, the week that I'm on my period, are the worst of the month. So basically half your life. Yeah. That's the problem. I'm like, okay, it's it's literally half the month. Like, yeah. it's just really not ideal. I was just in such a weird headspace mentally this weekend which you can be doing all the things to keep your, you know, mindset positive and try to be productive and all that stuff. But you know what? Sometimes you're just not feeling it. And this weekend was one of those times that I was just in a bad mood, honestly. And I felt bad because I was being kind of a brat to Leif. And like, I just, it was one of those times in quarantine, I think it was just getting to me. And it, it was not a great weekend, I'm going to be honest. But I woke up this morning. It's a Monday when we're recording this. I woke up this morning feeling really good, really excited for the new week. Honestly, the course that we're doing, it's really helping my mindset, I think, and something to wake up for. Yeah. And get ready for. It's been helping us keep structure in our life, Chelsea and I, because it's hard, especially if you're self-employed during this time or, you know, you do something like we do. It's hard because every day you don't really have something specific you're waking up for. You're kind of just waking up to like make your own schedule. So the fact that we've been going live and we have this four-week course that we're doing right now, if you have no idea what I'm talking about, it's called Balanced Boss. Go follow at Balanced Boss course on Instagram. There'll be lots more info for upcoming courses we're doing. Basically, it's a health and business course that Chelsea and I are teaching. And yeah, it's been so nice. We go live Mondays and Fridays for this course and it like just helps me to wake up and kind of like feel like you said, like I have something specific that I'm... I have to do that day. So I get ready, you know, do a little morning routine and I'm ready to go. So I'm feeling good this week. I'm feeling positive, even though my period is inevitably approaching, you know? Yeah. I feel you. We're on the same flow. Nice. We're getting there. 
We're getting there month by month. How was um, your weekend? It was great. Thank you so much for asking. I was waiting for you to ask me because I had a great weekend. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Yesterday, Sunday, was obviously Mother's Day, and it was my husband Nick's birthday. So we had a pretty chill day. Nick said, only thing I want for my birthday is to wake up and have absolutely no plans, which is like completely opposite of what I always want for my birthday. But I was like, okay. So I took a step back. Usually I go crazy making breakfast in bed. He said, I absolutely do not want breakfast in bed. I was like, okay. So we woke up. We did our, you know, did our thing. He was just chilling, did some work because he likes that apparently. And then we actually drove down to Laguna Beach, even though the beaches are closed. We drove down PCH with the windows down. And it was so nice to kind of feel that ocean breeze that we basically moved here for and haven't been able to experience yet. And then we got our favorite food from some like really good. He got pizza from one of his favorite pizza places there. I got um, myself an active culture bowl. If you guys are from SoCal or you've been to Southern California and you know of active culture, it's in San Clemente and Laguna. I miss it so much. They have this wholesome bowl and it's so good. I don't even know what's in it, but it's like this sauce with beans and rice and like cabbage. Yeah, it's so, so good. Anyway, so good. So we got food and then we had ourselves a little um, social distancing picnic close to the beach. So obviously the beaches are like actually gated off, but we found a little patch of grass that nobody was sitting in. We brought our dog with us. And we had a little picnic, and it was so nice to lay in the sun. I felt like a human being again. It was so truly necessary for my health and well-being. And Nick's too. Like, we were just laying there, like, in the sun and basking in nature. And we were like, you know what? This is the least we can do, but it's enough for right now. It is definitely enough. We could smell the ocean. And then we drove back and just, like, listened to good music. It was honestly, like, such a good day. And I'm glad that Nick said, no plans. We're just going to do our thing. And... It was very good. It was very relaxing. Nice. So sorry about your weekend. (laughs) Cool. Well, I laid in bed and did nothing all all week. No, I I was telling Chelsea, sometimes when I have in my mind, because I'm trying to take weekends off work, and sometimes when I just lay around and do actually nothing, it doesn't really even make me happy. So even though I'm like, oh, I want to, you know, relax this weekend, if I actually just like lay there and scroll on TikTok all day, I'm like, that does not really, no. it doesn't really make me happy. I mean, I love TikTok, don't get me wrong. But it's like, if I absolutely do nothing, whereas if I get up and I like take Lady on Walk and still like, you know, make a good breakfast and then maybe I do like binge watch a show for a little bit, whatever, and or read a book. It's like it, just doing something or mm-hmm. at least getting out of bed and like, you know what I mean? That just like yeah. personally makes me happier than actually laying there all day. Like I think on Saturday I woke up at 11 because I went to bed at like 2 and I'm just like, this does not even feel good. Like, no. I really don't like waking up this late. So anyway, that's where I'm at. Trying it's to be okay. positive though. And no that, guilt. I'm like, I'm feeling shame. <laughs> no, I, I really am like having a better week. So I don't know why I brought that up again. But yeah. So well, should good. we get into these stories? Yes. Okay, Jace, should. you go first. Okay. So we're getting into the crazy coincidences. Do you have any crazy coincidences to share with the class, Chelsea? Um, I don't off the top of my head, but Nick does. And he was telling me about this time he went to Utah. And well, not telling me. I was married to him at the time. So I guess I was and It was current. Yeah. I actually wasn't on the trip. But he has a bunch of friends and family in Utah, but he's never there. And he was only there for two days this one time. And I think he was going to like Walmart or something. And he was like, I have this weird feeling like – I wonder if, like, maybe I should try and see my Aunt Trish. And, like, maybe I'm going to see my Aunt Trish. And then he— as While he was visiting Utah? Yeah, because she lives in Utah. And he was, like, driving to Walmart. And then as he got to Walmart, he started walking into the store. His Aunt Trish walks out of the store. 
and it's like not even close to her house. And he was like, what the heck? What is the odd that I was like, what are the odds I was just thinking about you and thinking like, I wonder like, maybe I should try and go see her. Like, am I going to see her this weekend? Just like thinking about her. And she just like walks out the storm. I was like, Nick, oh my gosh. And what then the, the same odds? thing happened the next day with one of his old friends. He was like thinking about this old friend. He hadn't talked to him forever. And literally like two seconds later, he saw that friend walking down the street, like on the crosswalk ahead of him. And he was like, what the heck is happening? Like, am I a psychic? <laughs> wow. That is crazy. That's the law of attraction, my friends. The only coincidence that comes to mind that I have is that both my step-parents had the same birthday, which I feel like is pretty that's pretty weird. Like the person that my mom remarried and the person that my dad remarried have the same exact birthday. Yeah, that well, is weird. Not the same year, but the same day. They're the same sign. Yeah. The same signs. What so are maybe, they? Mm, I don't know. When's that? April 24th. Taurus. Taurus? Mm-hmm. Bunch of Tauruses, I guess. There are a lot of Tauruses. I know a lot of Tauruses. Really? I think Nick's the only, well, apparently my step-parents are both, so yeah. them and Nick are the only ones I know. Oh. Okay, let's get into these crazy coincidences. <laughs> crazy. Okay, I love your podcast so much. Makes me feel like I'm hanging out with close friends every time I listen. So sweet. Now to the story. My parents decided to go on a family vacation to the countryside in Texas. We stayed in a cabin with no Wi-Fi in the middle of nowhere. On Saturday morning, we woke up to drive to a state park to go hiking. The drive was about two hours away, and we left at 8 a.m. We hiked around many different trails for several hours, but our last trail was pretty far into the state park and not many people were around. After hiking the trail, we returned back to my dad's huge 2005 F-150 truck. We went to drive away and my dad's truck was making a stuttering noise when the wheels started to turn. My dad works with the truck accessory company, so he knows a lot when it comes to trucks and maintenance. He immediately knew something was wrong and that we needed to get help. Being in the middle of nowhere in a huge state park, it would take hours of waiting until a park ranger drove by. My mom and I were the only ones who brought our phones, but mine was on 5% and my mom's was on 2%. There's really nothing more stressful than when your phone's about to die in an emergency situation. Absolutely nothing worse. And you have no charger. Nope. That's Those are the times when you're like, I'm an idiot for not buying a $10 charger from Amazon. That, yeah, like, like a portable charger. Yeah. Yes. Okay. After about 15 minutes, a park ranger miraculously drove by and was able to help us out. He found a maintenance guy with a super small shop 45 minutes away that could possibly help us out. Remind you, we were in the middle of nowhere. We started the journey there knowing that the truck's steering system could collapse at any second, but with another miracle, we made it to the mystery maintenance man's shop. His shop was so tiny, it was actually a part of his house. He just had a large shed attached to the back, and he occasionally worked on local people's cars. After being in his shop for four hours with no service, no phones because they were dead at this point, and no food, we found the problem. I don't know the technical term, so I won't even try, but basically the small piece of metal that connected the steering to the tires had partially broken and was not an easy thing to fix. We would have to specially order this one specific part, but by grace, this man had the perfect part to replace the broken one. Yep, the right piece for his Ford 2005 F-150 at this tiny shop in the middle of nowhere. This maintenance man had this part because his previous customer had ordered it to replace his own and many other parts only a week before we showed up. The customer ended up not replacing this piece for an unknown reason and just left it with the maintenance guy at the shop. The timing and place of this whole day seemed like a disaster that would never end well, but I believe that the maintenance man was a good Samaritan or an angel sent by God to help us that day. The fact that this man in a small shop in the middle of nowhere in Texas had the perfect part for my dad's truck is mind-blowing. To this day, I still get chills when I think about it. Even though the day was terrible and draining, it ended up being one of the most memorable days. 
God puts the right people in the right place at the right time. He was looking over me and my family that day. He really does, doesn't he? Puts the right people in your life when you need them. That's the law of attraction and work, ladies and gentlemen. That really is actually so crazy. That's crazy. The same car, especially when you, if you know, I don't know anything about cars, but I know that you do have to have like the specific build, the specific year. Like yeah. there's so many specifics that they had the exact same one. Yeah. It's, it's wild. Crazy. In the middle of nowhere. Wowza. Yeah. Meant to be. Hey, I am 16 years old and I love you guys so much. I've been listening to you guys for over a year and I love every podcast you have done. Here is my crazy coincidence story. In 2012, my family lived in Oahu, Hawaii. I've never been to Hawaii, but I heard it's amazing. I was eight at the time and around Mother's Day, my sister and I gave my mom a $1 bill. They really, <laughs> really went all out. out their pockets. We wrote, <laughs> we love you. I'm just kidding. They're, they said they're a little eight. <laughs> We wrote, we love you, Bella and Emma, and then the date. We moved back to our home state a year and a half later. Fast forward to 2017. How far is that from? Five years. Okay. My mom's cousin texted her a picture of a dollar bill that she got as change at the store. It was the dollar bill we had given my mom five years before in a completely different state. It was just crazy that it got over here and handed to my mom's cousin. BTW, I love you both so much. Thank you for everything. That's actually crazy that it came from Hawaii to the States. That, well, Hawaii is technically the States. Well, I'm just saying like the the mainland. Yeah. No, that is nuts. Yeah. That's a crazy story. That really is. What a weird feeling to get that dollar bill. It was following you. Wowza. Okay. Hi, guys. Not sure if this is considered a coincidence, but it was seriously such a crazy moment I have to share with you. Back in early 2018, I was out running errands and just happened to think about my brother and his wife. They'd gotten married the summer before, and I had this crazy gut feeling that she was pregnant. It seemed crazy because they had just gotten married recently and had been busy with the honeymoon, work, etc., and hadn't told anyone they were trying for a baby or anything. I decided to text her, my sister-in-law, and just throw it out there. This is really weird, but I just had the crazy feeling that you're pregnant. She responded by saying, oh my gosh, maybe that's because I am. I called her immediately and asked if she was kidding, maybe 200 times. She wasn't. Turns out she had found out the day before and had told absolutely no one. They were not even planning on telling anyone for a month and a half either because she was still like six-ish weeks. She was so freaked out and frankly, so was I. It was seriously the weirdest feeling ever and now I'm convinced I'm Raven. The end. (laughs) Literally, that actually is crazy if you don't even see them. And it's just like from far away, you sense that. Yeah. And this is, this reminded me of when I was recently at the end of last year, I was on, or the fall of last year, I was on a Disneyland trip with my cousins and one of my cousins, Shelly, she was like, I just have a feeling that on this trip, Bailey's going to tell us that she's pregnant. And Bailey is my other cousin. And there was no reason to think that or anything. Like yeah. she just said that. And I'm like, really? And she's like, yeah, I don't know why. And then right before we were going to the park, we were at breakfast about to head into Disneyland. and. Bailey told us that she was pregnant. She's like, hey guys, I'm not going to be able to ride any of the rides today, but like I still wanted to come and like hang out, but um, I'm pregnant. And Shelly literally screamed. She's like, well, I just told JC, like you're going to tell us you're pregnant. What are the odds? Why would she even think that? And again, there was no reason for her. It wasn't like, she saw oh, pictures. she's been yeah. acting like it's like no and we lived in different states so it's like she hadn't even seen her and she was just like i just feel like she's gonna tell us she's pregnant that's so weird. weird also why didn't i know that you can't ro- ride roller coasters while you're pregnant i mean it makes sense but that's <laughs> kind of crazy just six months pregnant riding <laughs> california adventure like honestly california i'm now okay Hi, love you guys. So a lot of my close friends know not to speak negative things, especially death into existence around me. And here's why. My grandmother used to always say 80 is way too old and she never wanted to turn 80 because that meant she would be old. 
She died the day before her 80th birthday. In sixth grade, I won one of those feeder fish at a carnival, the kind that hardly lasts a week with most kids. I named him Oatmeal, and I never shut up about how much I loved him. But one day, I pissed off one of my friends, and he shouted, your fish is going to die tomorrow, which is so mean. Okay, that's um, also, I feel like that, is it a boy? Why do I just assume it's a boy? I feel like that's Probably. a scary boy. At me, and he did. Oh, yeah, it is a boy. Oh. Gotcha. <laughs> Hmm, how sad. <laughs> after being after being super healthy for six months. Oh my gosh, that actually is a long time for those fish to live. Thanks a lot, dude. Oh my gosh. And a few months ago, I told my boyfriend, do you ever feel like you're overdue for a car accident? I got hit a week later. Manifestation is so real. Wow. That's, That's terrifying. terrifying. <laughs> I never want to speak again. I know, literally. Do you want to know another crazy coincidence that just occurred to me? Say, about the same cousin, this is about a fish as well that just came to my mind. My, <laughs> Shelly, if you're listening to this episode, I'm just telling all your secrets. My cousin had this fish and her brother, gosh, I cannot, I'm very fuzzy on the details, but basically the bowl was in the sink. The fish bowl with the fish in it was in the sink because they were mm-hmm. like something with the water. I don't remember. Like changing the water. Yeah, out. something like that. And her brother, my other cousin, threw a fork into the um. No, sink. don't tell me it's it speared it. <gasps> What are the odds of that? You're joking. No, it speared it and killed it. What? I can't. Yeah, what? Like, that seems impossible. Right? I'm like, that doesn't even seem like you could do that if you Try. were trying really hard. Like, oh my gosh. just such a coincidence. Okay. That is weird. Hi, girls. Two years ago, I kept having the same dream about my grandma for a whole week. In my dream, I was in my grandma's house in Mexico, and I would walk down the stairs to look at her, and once I found her, I would say hi to her, and she would smile and try to say something, but I would wake up. On the seventh night, I had the same dream, but this time, she looked at me and said, hi, I love you, and walked out the door. I woke up and got ready for work when my mom called me crying hysterically that my grandma had passed away last night, that for the past week, Uh she was not doing so well, and that last night— she passed away. I was never aware about my grandma's health state, so it's not like my mind was thinking about her in that way. A few days later, I had another dream about her where she gave me a letter from my mom apologizing for certain things in the past. I immediately told my mom about it, and later on, she found a letter while cleaning out my grandma's closet, and it was from my grandma to her. It literally said the exact same thing the letter from my dream said. That's I'm, crazy. I'm not sure if it was a coincidence, but I'm a firm believer that when we die, we are not truly gone, and that our deceased loved ones can communicate with us. Thank you, and love the podcast. That's really crazy. That is really crazy. That's sad, but also and sweet. sweet. Yeah. Okay, I met my best friend in seventh grade after she moved from Texas to Arkansas. One summer after we had already been friends for at least a year or two, we were at church camp and we started talking about our first memories of our childhood homes. As she started describing hers, it sounded really familiar. I started to ask questions like, wait, were there two bedrooms on your right when you walk in the front door? Turns out we had lived in the same house at separate times. She was born in Arkansas, lived in that house, and then moved to Texas around the age of two or three. I was born in Texas and moved into that house right after her. And then we met and became best friends almost 10 years later. It was fate. I'm so glad I met the JC to my Chelsea. I attached a picture of us in front of the house when we were in high school. Love your podcast and your friendship. Oh Aww. my gosh. How wild. Please imagine Especially that. that it was like the two states, like Texas to Arkansas. Like one of them was in Texas, then moved to Arkansas. The other one was in Arkansas. And they moved to Texas literally at the exact time that the other one was moving out. And then they become best friends 10 years later. Like That's how so weird. weird would that be to meet each other? And then a few years after even knowing each other, like we're like seniors yeah. at this point, And then we find out that we lived in the same childhood yeah. house. Like how insane would that, that be? That is crazy. That's pretty wild. Okay. 
Hi guys, I've been a listener since day one, so I'm super excited to finally have a story to submit. You guys are the only podcast I listen to regularly. I look forward to it every week and I've been loving the bonus episodes to get me through quarantine. Here's my crazy coincidence story. To keep things anonymous, I changed some of the personal details. One day when I was about 10 years old, my parents got a phone call from my grandma and grandpa, my dad's mom and dad, to let my dad know that he has a long lost half sister that no one in the family knew about. Apparently, my grandpa got a girl pregnant in high school and she put the baby up for adoption without telling him. After hearing this, my dad wants to know more about her and starts asking questions. My grandparents tell him that her name is Susan. She was born in San Diego and her birthday is August 26th, 1959. My parents look at each other and are shook. Then my dad says to his parents, uh, doesn't that sound familiar? My mom's name is Susan. She was also born in San Diego and was also born on August 26th, 1959. But don't worry. I bet his heart sank to his freaking foot. Oh, he says, but don't worry. My parents are not half siblings. There just happened to be another Susan that was born in the same place on the same day, just in a different hospital. Crazy. That is Love you guys. And thank you for creating the best podcast content. That is so wild. That's insane. And also the scariest thing ever. You're like looking at your wife like, is this why I'm so attracted to you? Because you're literally my sibling and okay, that um, reminds me you? of you. Well, I'm just saying like they remind you of your the, yourself. Oh, okay, okay. You know? Yeah. Like, like how familiar you, to how you. How you look for someone that's like like your dad or – you never heard of that? I'm like, yeah, weird. No, I know <laughs> what you mean. You're like, I'm that's saying, why I'm attracted like, to you because you look like my brother. <laughs> I'm like, I feel like you're my sibling. You want to date? No, I'm just saying you like look for, like guys will look for someone who resembles their mom. Yeah, it's like familiarity. Yeah, I get you. Don't make me sound like an incestual (laughs) creep. Okay, at the end of January, a package from Amazon addressed to mom, addressed to my mom, I'm guessing, just mom, the mom of the earth, was sent to my parents' house. Oh, addressed to mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, weird. Okay. Was sent to my parents' house and it was filled with N95 masks. Everyone was super confused because no one had ordered them and there was no record of that order on my parents' Amazon account. They just brushed it off as no big deal. But just a month and a half later, a global pandemic came and everything shut down and the hospitals were in need of N95 masks. Super creepy coincidence and they still have no idea why or how those masks got sent to their house. Obviously, they brought them near to a nearby hospital, but what the heck? That's so creepy. What the? That is weird. When she says addressed to mom, she meant her mom, right? Yeah. Then, well, I may, I'm I'm thinking maybe it just said mom. I know, but okay, that details interesting because like wow. it was their long lost daughter. Okay. Interesting. Hey girls, I've been listening to your podcast since almost the very beginning, and I'm so excited to finally have a story to share with you. During my sophomore year of college, I was going through a crisis and really did not want to know what I wanted to do with my life. I had always been told that I was going to be a doctor or some sort of healthcare physician, so I started to panic when I realized that the only place I could see myself being happy was in a classroom teaching. I struggled with this for a while, and one night I was in my car driving down the 101 when I asked a We know the 101. Yeah, we do. When I asked God, please, if I am meant to be a teacher, give me a sign. I kid you not, within less than five seconds, the digital billboard on the side of the road changed to an ad that read, want to be a teacher? When can you start? (gasps) My jaw dropped. Oh my gosh, I have chills. My jaw dropped and suddenly, for the strangest reason, I felt the presence of my late great-grandfather. This is the first time I have ever felt something like this. Later on, I told the story to my grandma and great-uncle and explained that I had felt their dad's presence at that moment. My great-uncle said, that doesn't surprise me at all. He was studying to be a teacher before he got drafted for the war. I am still shook to this day and could not be happier that I chose to become a teacher. Lots of love oh, from Arizona. Oh my gosh, I have chills because that's, my parents are teachers. I that's so cool. Teachers. That is really cool. Um, you know, that actually is part of the law of attraction. The book that I am actually currently reading, it's called 
E squared, the one that we talked about in the whatever, it gives you like different challenges basically. Mm -hmm. And so you like, the reason I'm still reading is because you do like a challenge at a time and then I don't just want to start reading it until I'm done with the first challenge. Mm -hmm. But um, one of the challenges is asking for a sign. Like you can ask for something like, okay, show me a sign. First of all, the law of attraction is real. Like, you know, show me like an unexpected gift from a friend and then like something will happen. Or asking for a sign of, what is the one example I heard where it was like, Something to that effect where it's like, show me a sign if I should pursue my side hustle or if I should stick with my job. And then it was like, literally an hour later, she got an email, like she was a freelance writer and she got an email from somebody and it was like, hey, would you write this article for me for like so much more money than she had um, made before? And she was like, oh my gosh, what the heck? Like it just works. Wow. Hello, ladies. As a high school senior who is super bummed out about all the missed events and looming anxiety of what's to come for this world, I can honestly say that listening to your podcast has cheered me up so much and reminded me to keep a positive attitude, especially after not being able to see my friends for almost six weeks now. I feel like you guys are my BFFs and have sort of filled that void for me. This co- Okay, that's so sweet. That's so Thank sweet. you. This coincidence is short, but I've always thought it was so odd. In my family, I have three uncles, my mom's brother, my dad's brother, and my dad's stepbrother. So they all have different parents. All three of them were born on February 20th, 1979, which is crazy in and of itself. But the even crazier part is that two of them were born at 11.17 a.m. And the third one was born at 11.17 p.m. Needless to say that February 20th is always a day full of family celebrations. Anyways, love you ladies. And I'm so excited to hear this podcast. The story episodes are always my faves. That's crazy. That's really crazy. What? That is shocking. Okay. Hi, ladies. I recently found your podcast and have been listening to it every day. You two are so fun and bubbly. Just great people to host the podcast. I especially love the ones where you share your followers' stories. Anyway, here's my crazy coincidence. I live in a small town that has a lot of surrounding mountains, and we're known for our amazing ski mountains. You live in Utah? There are a couple ski resorts that are nearby, but the one I like to ski at is a little rundown and it only has three lifts, all of which are pretty sketchy. Like they creak a lot, look super rusty, and some people are scared to ride them. The skiing is worth it though. Anyway, one day my dad asked me if I wanted to go skiing with him the next day. There was really no reason for me to say no because I love a good ski day, but for some reason I felt like we shouldn't go skiing, like the timing wasn't right. It was this weird feeling in my gut and I was sure I was just being paranoid. So I told my dad that I was feeling tired and would go skiing the next weekend with him. The next day, the day we would have gone skiing, our local news was blowing up about how there was a malfunction at the ski resort. It turns out a chair on the chairlift had fallen off the lift. Keep in mind, it was the time of day where we probably would have been on that lift. Thankfully, the chair was empty and no one was hurt, but they had to stop the whole lift and use harnesses and ropes to bring everyone safely to the ground. (gasps) The entire ski resort shut down for about a week after that, and I've never been more thankful for a gut feeling in my life. I really hope it gets aired on the show because I just think this is a crazy story. Love you guys. Well, congratulations. It was aired on the show. That's crazy. You got to listen to that gut, though. I know you really do. You know what's so scary, especially for people who are afraid of heights? One time when we were at Disneyland, I don't know if it's always like this, but for some reason, like, rides are always breaking down and they'll be like shut down for a couple hours is that how it always is or the day that we went like california screaming was shut down like it was broken and then the cars ride was broken like on and off like for like an hour or two and then it would come back on but we saw the california screaming we were about to go there and i guess it had stopped at the very top and so everyone had to get out and walk down the roller coaster like we were just seeing people like walk like little ants from the very like top point where not where you're obviously upside down, but I'm like, they were defying gravity. They had to jump. No, but like, you know, right before you go like down the, mm-hmm. 
whatever. Anyways, it was terrifying. I was like, I'm very glad I was not up there. And my dad is horrified of heights. So I'm like, you're just like walking down this huge roller coaster that's already scary when you're strapped into something. Sorry, no. That's absolutely no. Cool Disneyland. Okay. Hey, Chelsea and JC, your podcast is always the highlight of my week. I love you guys and appreciate the constant joy you both radiate. Aw, thank you. What a sweetie. So my grandpa is from Peru and moved to America in his early 20s with only $100 to his name. And although I grew up with him in my life, it wasn't until a few years ago I started to ask him more questions about his life and I found out a crazy story. So before he moved to the U.S., he was working as a flight attendant in Peru. At the time, the cabins weren't pressurized, so if you're even slightly sick, you don't go to work that day. He ended up going on a date one night and stayed out a little too late the night before he was scheduled to work. He ended up calling in sick so he could sleep in. The next day, his name was in the obituary. He found out the plane he was supposed to be on that day. He called in sick, ended up crashing into the side of a mountain. If he hadn't have called out that day, my entire family wouldn't even exist. A true testament to everything happens for a reason. Hope you guys have a great day. Wow. Oh my gosh. You, you just see your name in the obituary. You're like, so sorry. Because oh they like gosh. think he was on the plane. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. That's a shocking one. Listen to that gut though. Wow. Even if that gut is to tell you to go on a date the night before and stay out too late. It all happens for a reason. You know what? Sometimes I'll get like a quote unquote gut feeling but I don't know if it's like anxiety or a gut feeling do you ever get that where you're like yeah like sometimes I'll have a feeling where I'm like oh I need to put my seatbelt on and I'm like I wonder if that was a gut feeling or if I'm just like you know having anxiety and I'm like oh I should definitely be wearing my Mm seatbelt things like that you never know yeah I guess I guess always listen to your anxiety (laughs) cool (laughs) okay this story happened to one of my family friends Parker Parker took a trip to Nepal to hike Mount Everest. It was a 21-day trip and wow, a, Parker. And a pretty ambitious one, especially for what I believe was his first time out of the country. Parker, oh, I thought she was going to say first time like hiking or something. Yep. I'm like so sorry. <laughs> Has only gone on like a just a very just like a local hike. <laughs> a mile hike. Parker and his brother-in-law finished the hike and flew out in the early morning of April 24th. If you remember, April 25th, 2015 was the day that a 7.5 magnitude earthquake had hit Nepal, one of the largest and deadliest in the area where 9,000 people died, including about 22 in the base camp at Mount Everest, the same place Parker had been staying only 24 hours earlier. Much of the ancient architecture that they had seen days before was completely demolished, including his tour guide's home. There was no way of knowing what would have happened if he had stayed. Best case scenario, he wouldn't have been able to get back home for a while longer than he'd expected. Regardless, he would definitely consider himself blessed Just a reminder to stay safe while traveling and follow your gut. You never know what could happen. Anyway, love you girls and the podcast. That's oh crazy. Gosh, that I, is crazy. When you like figure something like that out, like when you realize that you just like like the plane crash or that, that must be the most the craziest feeling to yeah. know that like you just barely missed something that could have killed you. Oh, 100%. This is really actually kind of morbid and not necessarily something to celebrate, but when I was in high school, I was driving home with my then boyfriend at the time, and we were like about to pass a light, and the car in front of us actually got T-boned like really bad. Like the person that was turning left, so like that was across from us and was turning left. So we had the green light, and they, I think maybe they ran a yellow light or something. Anyways, they got the person in front of us got T-boned by them really badly, and so we had to pull over because we saw the accident, and it was really scary. And we pulled over and I was like kind of shooken up, but my boyfriend at the time like was talking to the police and um, like kind of put his name down as a witness. And it was a very like, I don't want to go into details, but it was very like scary situation 
like seeing it happen, like with the people outside the cars and stuff. So I didn't get out of the car. But um, weeks later, my boyfriend actually told me that the cop, like he had actually known the cop on the scene somehow. And he had like met up with him a couple weeks later somehow, like ran him to the store or something. And the cop told him that the girl, the girlfriend who was in the car in front of us actually got killed by that car accident. And it was like, so sad and just shook me up so much. Like, first of all, to see that happen. And also to think like, if we left like two seconds earlier, that that could have been like our car or just, you know, things like that. It's just so crazy. Also, another one about car accident is, I don't know if I've told this on the podcast before, but I told on my TikTok is when I was in college, I worked at doTERRA, which is like a customer service, essential oils place. Anyways, a bunch of people that live in Provo at the time worked there because it was just like a huge company. And so there was actually someone who lived in my same apartment building who worked there. So I would get a ride with her every single day because I didn't have a car, which is like so crazy. Now I think about that, I didn't have a car in college. Like I know a lot of people do it, but like riding the bus and stuff was just so terrifying, but especially because I'm horrible at direction. So I'd like get on the wrong bus and just be like going north for forever. (laughs) Anyways, so she would give me a ride every single day and she lived like a couple doors down from me. And I was never late. Like I never made her late or anything like that. But one day I slept in past my alarm. Like my alarm went off and I didn't wake up to it. And I woke up to a bunch of calls and texts from her like, hey, I have to go. And she just left without me. And so I ended up like getting another ride to work. I think maybe my brother took me. But um, she never showed up to work. And I was like, what the heck? Like she definitely left because whatever. And then I found out that she actually was on a car accident on her way there. And a semi-truck had T-boned her and like hit her passenger side and like basically crushed her car. And she literally crawled out of the window completely unharmed, like maybe with a couple scratches. But her passenger side was like completely de- demolished. So if I was sitting there, I would have literally been demolished. Dead. Yeah. Oh my God. And I was like, for years, <laughs> for years, I was like, I'm so lucky that like I slept in. And then I was like, actually, if I wouldn't have slept in, <laughs> we probably would have left a couple minutes earlier. I would never have gotten hit by a car. I was like, actually, I think I caused it. And like, I was, I was like, I escaped death. And I'm like, oh, I literally caused a car accident. Because <laughs> she would have left minutes before. Yeah. If you're actually on time. That's yeah. Because she probably like waited for me for a while. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. Anyways. Okay. Hi, girls. First of all, I absolutely love the podcast. Your podcast is so fun and always brightens my day, especially during these strange times. I listen to y'all while I walk my dogs and my neighbors might think I'm crazy because I'm constantly laughing to myself throughout the episodes. Anyways, so my crazy coincidence actually started while I was in my last year of pharmacy school. I was doing a rotation at a children's rehabilitation center, and I met this little boy who immediately stole my heart. He was just a couple years old at the time, but had several chronic illnesses. I had worked on his case with my pharmacy, something that I don't know what it says, preceptor? No clue. Helping to dose his medications, adjust meds for his kidney function, etc. And I was able to learn a little more about him. His birth parents had given him up for adoption and he lived in the rehab facility full time. Anyone who knows me and my husband knows that we want to eventually adopt someday. The night after I found out he was available for adoption, I decided to talk to my husband about this situation. His situation. (gasps) We, of course, wanted to adopt him and my pharmacy professor. Oh, I think she maybe meant to say professor before. Oh, whatever. Okay. Kept trying to convince us that we should do it, but we ultimately decided we were not ready to adopt at that point because we were both still in school and not financially or emotionally ready for a child. By the time we would be ready, we would hope that he would have 
already been adopted. We thought about the little boy often and hoped and prayed that he would be adopted by an amazing family. Flash forward two years, I had just finished my pharmacy residency and was now a clinical pharmacy specialist working in the, in the emergency department. During my first week at my new job, one of the nurses was telling me that his wife was going to bring their son to the emergency department to say hello to everyone. When he brought in his son, I was in absolute shock. I was convinced that this was the little boy I had cared for at the rehab center. I was trying to figure out a way to ask the nurse if he had adopted this boy from the rehab center, but keep in mind I had known this nurse for a matter of hours and was not trying to seem like a stalker. Eventually, I mustered up the courage to ask him, and he said that they had. Not three months after I had finished my rotation at the Children's Center, this family had adopted him. I told him my, them my connection to their son and that my husband and I had seriously considered adopting him. It is so cool to see how he's doing now, the amazing progress he has made. The doctors did not expect him to walk or to lead any sort of a normal life, but he just took his first solo steps last week. I'm crying. Now, every time he comes to see his dad at work, his parents make sure to bring him by to say hello to me. How cool oh. is it that two years later in a totally different city, our lives were brought back together and that he really did get adopted into such an amazing family? Oh my gosh, I'm literally crying. Oh, that That's is so, so sweet. sweet. Oh, I Aww. love that. I don't even want to read mine. Just, wow. just leaves on such a good note. My heart is happy. Okay, this is the last one. Hello, JC and Chelsea. I write in so often that I feel like I should be the blonde one third of your podcast. <laughs> Love it. I think I'm just extremely prone to having crazy and or embarrassing things happen to me. Awesome. All right. So this story is going to make my friend and I sound like complete idiots, but it's fine. So my friend Madison and I decided one night after a hard test that we were going to have a chill relaxation night. We are all about self-care. We ordered some Chinese food and started watching La La Land. This movie is limited to girls night because our boyfriends refused to watch it with us. Yeah, I feel that. Anyway, we get over halfway done with the movie and all of a sudden we both smell something burning. So we both get up and start looking around Madison's apartment to try and see what the smell was coming from. This is all happening while the movie is still playing in the background. It was the scene where Ryan Gosling surprises Emma Stone by coming home from his tour and cooking her dinner. We couldn't find anything on fire, so we gave up and assumed we were both just crazy and sat back down to keep watching the movie. But then we heard the fire alarm go off in the building, and we were like, shoot, we were right. So we grabbed shoes and her dog, and we were in a rush to get out. Me, not wanting to miss the end of the movie, ran over and pressed pause. Suddenly, the fire alarm stopped. We were relieved and sat back down on the couch to keep watching the movie. Madison pressed play, and the fire alarm started going off again. So once again, we put on our shoes, grabbed the dog. Madison went over and paused the movie right before we left her apartment, and the fire alarm stopped again. Stop. Then we realized that the alarm was a fire alarm going off in the movie when Ryan burned the dinner. The burning <laughs> smell had just been a complete coincidence. The dog was probably rolling his eyes at us the entire time. Anyways, thanks for reading this long story. Oh my gosh, I'm crying. I thought it was actually going to be like— the actual fire alarm. I'm crying that at that. That is so funny. Okay, that's actually so scary though when you smell like gas or like something burning slightly and you're like, am I crazy? Like, do you guys smell that? And everyone's like, no. And you're like, okay, are we slowly dying of carbon monoxide poisoning? Um, anyways, Although carbon monoxide poisoning has no smell. Or carbon monoxide. <laughs> Wait, isn't that gas? Isn't that when like your gas leaks? Or what is that? I'm not sure exactly, but I know that it has like, it's has no scent or, and you can't see it. So that's why it's like scary. Cool. I love that. All I know is that my freaking stove that we have at my apartment is literally from the 1940s. I'm not kidding when I say it. it's from the 1940s. And you have to like literally have a candle and – or not a candle, a match and light the – whatever. The – the um, what is that called? The um, – do you know what it's called? Mm -hmm. Like for a gas stove? <sighs> I have no idea. The starter? Like something to yeah, start Yeah, it's kind of like the starter. Oh, my gosh. I'm Everyone's screaming at me because they know what it is. Anyways, they're always burning. So like a gas stove, usually you have to like light it and then mm -hmm. go, but it's always – and my stove, it's always lighted. Oh, that's it's always lit. scary. Yeah, it is scary actually. It's really actually terrifying because if you – if it were to be um, – if something were to blow it out 
or like one time I poured water on on accident, like it spilled. I was making pasta and the water spilt and it put the the what the the pilot. It's called the pilot. I've never heard of that. The word. pilot light off. That. So then there was just gas coming out. Awesome. And you can like literally die from that. So love that. <laughs> love Sense the vintage security. <laughs> love the vintage look. <laughs> well, that wraps up our stories for today, you guys. Thanks for listening. What a, what, those are some crazy coincidences, guys. <laughs> Thank you for writing in for real. If you guys, you know, you're the only reason we can make these episodes happen when you write in your stories. So thank you guys for always participating. You guys always send us an overwhelming amount of stories that we're just like, wow. And we need to emphasize overwhelming. It's overwhelming, you guys. So why are you making it sound like it's a bad <laughs> thing? We're like, stop writing in your stories, please. It's I'm like, it's too overwhelming for me. <laughs> no, stop. for real. Thank no, you for- No, it's, it's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Hope you enjoyed this bonus episode. We'll be back at you on Tuesday with a brand new episode on schedule as usual. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next time. And that's what we said. Chelsea. Oh, I'm sorry. I was reading literally something. on Instagram. Like, no, I'm what? not. I'm looking at someone posted about it. You are on Instagram. Well, I mean, I'm not like scrolling on my popular page or something. Okay, whatever. And that's what we said. Bye. And that's <laughs> what we said. Goodbye, everyone. Bye.